0: Alright, guys, welcome to our final episode of season three. I feel like this has been forever coming in a sense, because this has been the longest year of all time. And then I feel like it's I can't believe we're on the final episode too. So it's just kind of all the all the things all at once. But really excited for you guys to get to hear from Rachel's perspective. I think obviously, you know, you're hearing her perspective on her own journey and her own experience. But uh, we're not really talking about her experience of being on the podcast or coaching in general. So I think it'll be really, really helpful for you guys to have this wrap up to hear kind of what her experience has been with this. I think she obviously had a very um, unique year and journey here. So I think it'll just be so useful for us to hear that. So thank you for being here, Rachel, to wrap this up. Thank you. I'm so excited and, and a little bit sad. I know. Same.
1: <laughs> but also, you know, happy to share my experience, too. It's been such a, such a great, bright spot in this weird, weird year that we've all
0: had. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> it's so funny. i feel like, nobody hasn't, you know, just like been so touched by like the craziness of this year. So I'm so glad that this felt like a bright spot. And same for me. I'm so... So grateful to you, but definitely sad for us to be wrapping up and just so grateful to you for having like brought this journey to all of us. Mm-hmm. Aww, thank you. So good. Okay. So let me just ask you a couple questions. Um, mm-hmm. You kind of tell us your experience, but I think the first thing is just like, how has this process been for you? And I think maybe even more importantly than that, like Was it what you thought it would be or was it totally different? I'm assuming totally different based on uh, starting this way before all this craziness happened. But just kind of like tell us about that. Like, what were you thinking? How has it been different than that? Give us a little rundown.
1: Well, even when I applied, the world was still normal. I wasn't pregnant yet. Um we weren't really trying to get pregnant but we weren't not
0: trying yep. to get
1: pregnant. Sorry if that's TMI. Not but, at all. <laughs> I mean it was sort of where we were like I didn't know I was going to be pregnant while we while we were recording part of this and and didn't know until like I think I found out maybe the week before I found out I got the podcast <laughs> too. Yeah. Um and then of course nobody saw coronavirus coming. So, you know, I thought like, oh cool, I'll I'll be able to share my perspective of you know, owning a PR business and also relaunching Blissful Budget. And, and this will just be really helpful. And, um, you know, I don't think you've, well, um, you have had one guest with kids on before, but you know, having two and then sort of that experience while I was pregnant. Monica got pregnant at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just being able to share that experience of like, um, being pregnant and then having the baby, you know, but I didn't know we would be doing it with this whole backdrop of like life being turned upside down. <laughs> totally.
0: Totally. Yeah. And, and what do you feel like the process has been for you? Like, do you feel like, um, and you can just be totally transparent with us. No, no harm either way. Like, do you feel mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, thank gosh I had this during this. Or do you feel like, gosh, there's a part of me that wishes that had been different timing or what comes up for you there?
1: No, I think it was perfect, really. Um, I don't know how I would have done any of what I did without, without your support without these sessions. And, and then also sort of the accountability of knowing that it was being yeah. recorded too was, was really helpful. Cause I think, you know, I might have been tempted if it was just us privately to be like, Hey, Lacey, can we pause till mm-hmm. life's a little calmer? But this way, you know, I really, I really was able to move forward and I don't think that would have happened if I wasn't in coaching at all or if I wasn't, you know, on the podcast or, you know, if I didn't have you definitely, (laughs) I don't think I would have made it as far as, as I have these past months.
0: Totally. I think that's really helpful for people to hear because I think there's such a perception of like, I need to be in the right space, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right? Like I need to be in the right space to meet coaching. Um, you know, good for me to be ready. Like so many of my clients when they start with me are almost like, well, should we start two weeks from now? Because two weeks from now, I might have time to be even more ready to do that. And I'm like, no, yeah. like that's not <laughs> the point kind of thing. And I think it's just like so beautiful to hear your take on that. Cause it's almost like when it feels hardest is actually when you need it the most sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um Because of that piece of like staying in it, staying committed, having the accountability, that kind of stuff where it's so tempting to like wait for perfect timing instead of like, well, like the perfect timing is when it feels like a mess kind
1: of thing. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like there is no perfect Timing ever. There's always going to be something like this was an extreme something, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's always going to be that thing. It's never going to feel like the perfect time. And you're right. Like that's when you need it when it isn't the perfect time. Like that's really when I needed this support the most. Um, so I'm really thankful that everything did sort of line up how it did. I mean, of course, I wish we weren't in the pandemic, but considering
0: we are like it was, it was really perfect. I, um, I feel like my like belief that I've cultivated is like we always have like the perfect literally guest at the perfect time kind of thing Mm -hmm. and I feel like um, to your point like this almost couldn't have been more of a gift I think because uh, conversely from my side like I asked you to be a guest, not knowing you were pregnant, not knowing mm-hmm. that the world was going to implode all of those things. And so um, certainly not that I wouldn't have asked you if you were pregnant, but I mean, I think like we just both had um different mm-hmm. eyes on it. And then you told me right away, like, Hey, I'm like not really telling anyone, but I'm pregnant. Is that cool? And I was like, of course. <laughs> right. But I think it was just like such a gift to have you in this season, because you were dealing with like all of the things that like people were so impacted by like having a kid at home, uh, having your husband mm-hmm. working from home, worrying about what was going to happen with his job, figuring out how you were going to like manage, like having two kids in the middle of a pandemic where then you had to mm-hmm. freaking quarantine and not have the nanny start. <laughs> and like, you know, I just think you were such a gift to all of us and just showing like This is like the real, real stuff people are dealing with. And that I think, you know, everyone can like almost make up a story that it's just them, you know, or like it's Mm -hmm. just me that's like going through all of this. And so anyway, like I I just I feel like you were just like so the perfect person. I'm so grateful to you. Oh, Thank you so much. And yeah, I'm glad I was
1: able to share my perspective, you know, as a mom, as a Mm mom of two working from home in this pandemic, because I know like women have been impacted so much Mm -hmm. more by this pandemic. And a lot of women have had to put their careers on hold because of it. And so I'm just really glad that I've been able to share my experience and what it looks like for us. And and I hope that has resonated with listeners. And I think it has. I've gotten some (laughs) comments that it has. And and that
0: makes me feel good, too. So I love hearing comments. I've gotten so many uh, pieces of feedback that are essentially the same, which is I needed every single thing that Rachel asked for in that episode. (laughs) Like every single point, like she made or needed help with was exactly what I needed. So that has been such a gift because, yeah, I think like to your point, like women have just been so drastically impacted by this. Mm-hmm. And so for them to hear um that you were having that impact and how we were working through it and how you were still making it all work, I just think was – such a gift, but you also came really honest. You weren't like, Oh, it's, it's easy to make all this work, you know, like it's totally fine. Like, no, this is hard as fuck, but I'm staying in it. And that's like such a gift. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It definitely, it definitely was. And, and I'm about, I think one of the things that I really love about this podcast and you and, and everything is just that all of all of the um, guests you've had on it have been so honest. And I wanted to keep that up because I think, you know, we tend to share our wins mm-hmm. on social media and we often only see like the shiny, happy parts of other people's businesses. And we don't really see like when they're in the shit. Totally. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like, I know I've gotten so much from the past um, two seasons before me. And so I really wanted to be able to be real and, and share, you know, Share the realness. Careful what you wish for, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, I'm teasing you. It was perfect. Okay, so on that note, what do you think has been the biggest lesson?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, Like for
0: you personally. We'll get to what you want everyone else's lesson to be, but for you. I think for me
1: personally, God, there have been a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I think the biggest for me was just how much my caretaking Mm -hmm. creeps in. Um, especially now in this time where like, I do have kids and my husband's at home and like, I tend to put everybody else before myself and, um, and then just, I think you really helped me see how I was doing that with my clients. And I think that was probably the biggest mindset shift for me was like realizing that like, I'm, I'm there to serve them and to help them. And I don't have to do as much caretaking of their, like, of, oh, well, maybe they won't want to buy from me mm-hmm. because what if they have all this stuff going on in their life? <laughs> you know? So it's been really helpful to, to kind of be able to recognize quickly when I get back into those patterns of holding myself back because I want to caretake or even like in my social media content, mm-hmm. like the caretaking I was doing for the people who were, you know, reading my social media. I, that's just been so powerful for me. Um, I think that was probably the, the biggest of very of
0: many, many lessons. Yeah, I love that. And I'm so um just so like pleased to hear you say that in particular because I think it's like when we find that one thing we play out in so many ways, it really does get easier to shift it. Mm-hmm. And I think to mm-hmm. your point, it's something you're doing a lot. So it takes extra awareness not to do it. Like in IE, you're literally caretaking two children.
1: Mhm, mm-hmm.
0: so it takes such awareness to not bring that same energy to clients or your business, but like that awareness is everything where before it just was mm-hmm. almost like default, right, yeah, yeah, it's so true and and I think the first
1: time that I like was able to recognize it happening like not on a call, I was so excited, was yeah. <laughs> so like oh my gosh, it's working. Like all this, all the work is working. (laughs) So yeah, it's just been so impactful.
0: So good. I love that. Okay. And then what do you think was, I mean, (laughs) this might be an obvious one, but what do you think was the most difficult part for you?
1: Oh, um, there were a few bumps in the road along the way. I think, um, you know, being on the podcast itself wasn't difficult, like, and knowing that I was being recorded, that wasn't difficult. That actually really helped, I think. Um I think probably the hardest time during this whole thing was right after I had Toby, and I was feeling, I think a lot of it is just, you know, you're hormonal, mm-hmm. and after you have a baby, and everything felt overwhelming, and I was like, I just I just want to quit. I think I should just burn the whole thing <laughs> down, and... And then I was really nervous about telling you that. I'm like, Lace is going to be so mad at me. And she's going to feel like I let her down and the podcast down. And of course, you coached me through it. And it was all great. <laughs> but I think that was probably the hardest moment was just like feeling that after all the work I did leading up to it and then having the baby, I was just like that kind of crash that happened mm-hmm. <laughs> mentally. It's like, that was a hard, a hard little bump in the road, I think, but we got through it. And I, and that's again, where I'm so thankful I had you and your support. Cause I think if I wasn't coaching with you and I wasn't on the podcast, I probably would have just like
0: thrown in the mm-hmm. towel. So I love that. I think that, um, what that's a really good illustration of for people that are listening to you, which I'm super grateful to you for bringing up is like, that's when you say this stuff to your coach, even if you ha- think there's, like, a negative to it or whatever, like, because that's when you can actually get support around it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. I think it would be so tempting for you to almost just be like, I'm not even going to say that on the podcast, you know what I right. mean? Or like, um, you know, I'm not even going to go there kind of thing. But like, when you're willing to bring that stuff to coaching and say it, is when mm-hmm. it's so useful, so like permission to everyone else, like, if you're feeling that, like that actually is like the call to say it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And, like, you you ultimately knew I wasn't actually going to be, like, quote, unquote, mad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, like, (laughs) notice if you're telling yourself that, too. Like, if you're worried about doing it because someone else will be mad or you'll upset your coach, like, that's even a red flag to be like, oh, Mm -hmm. no, like, this is exactly why I need to say it because – one, they're probably not going to get upset too, if they really did. And that would be a whole other problem, but like, <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah, like it's such a call to like, that's the hard stuff to bring to coaching not to shy away from, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It, and it, you know, I'm gl- so glad that I did. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's, what's been so powerful about this whole process is when I have had those, lo- those times where I was like, Oh, I don't know if I should bring this up. I always do. and, And it's helpful. And that's usually where
0: I've had the most growth happen, too. Yes. Oh, my God. That is the truest truth. Like, (laughs) and it's almost like I feel like you've even done that. And I've watched you do that so much, even in terms of what you're sharing outwardly. Like when you share the Mm -hmm. thing you almost don't think you should share. Yeah. Is where like the engagement, the results, the whatever is on the other side of that.
1: That's so true. I mean, I, I we had like my confession yeah. week, and I was so nervous about it. But that was really where I got the most engagement. And I got had such great conversations online with people who were going through it, too. And like, it was just, you know, it's amazing. And I've really tried to bring that to my content now. And then, you know, as we're planning on launching this course, like, Really, I think we talked about it in our last coaching session, like really sharing my story and, you know, how I was impacted by debt and, and, you know, handling my money. And, and it's just so powerful to, and that's really what resonates with people is when you do share yourself. Um, you actually in the lit up group, I think last week, maybe two weeks ago, I forget who it was, but, um One of the awesome women in the group shared her story about just having the baby and and feeling mm-hmm. like everything was really hard and then ended up having, like, her best month ever or something. Yep. And it was just so great to hear that perspective of another mom, you know, who is going through it, too. And she had this awesome picture of herself, like, pumping. Yeah,
0: that's the best <laughs> like, mm-hmm.
1: It's like, this is so awesome because how many of us would be, like, I'm, like... I think I would have been so nervous to be like, okay, I'm going to post this picture of me pumping. Of course, you look gorgeous. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know, but like, that's, that's putting yourself out there and your vulnerability and like something that we don't see all the time. And I think we're so like conditioned to be perfect on social media that when you do show your actual self and like tell your real story, it's so powerful and resonates so much with people because we're all human. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not supposed Mm
0: -hmm. to be perfect. Isn't that the truth? And I think like it's so funny too, because we hold ourselves to such an interesting standard because you see that and you're like, damn, I resonate with that so much. But then when it comes to us sharing it, we're like, oh, but I shouldn't share that. And it's like, but wait, that's what I love the most. So anyway, it's just interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's very, very, it's funny how we do that (laughs) to
0: ourselves, but yeah, it's, it's so powerful. I think you kind of already answered this one. So feel free to just kind of, you know, reiterate it a little bit. But like, do you think it changed coaching for you actually doing it on the podcast? Um, I think
1: it did a little bit um, or maybe a lot. I think, you know, having that added layer of accountability um, sort of helped. And I also had to work through some mindset stuff with it, too, because Like I was, I'm a, I'm an open book anyway. I'm very honest in life. I probably tell people too much information all the time and tend to ramble (laughs) at times. But, um, you know, I, and I just lost my train of thought. I, um, it was helpful in the regard that like, I knew I had to bring it and I needed to be honest because I appreciated the honesty of the other Mm -hmm. guests so much. Um. And so that wasn't really hard for me, but it did, it did change it a little bit, just sort of knowing, like always having in the back of your head, like, oh, this is out there in the public. But I don't think that held me back from sharing anything. The only thing um, in the beginning, not so much, you know, once we got into coaching, but and a couple times along the way, I'd think like, oh, well. I'm not like pulling in six figures and I don't have this full roster of clients. And are people going to be disappointed because I don't have Mm. like the quick success, like monetary success? And is that what they're looking for? Mm. But then I thought about like, when I listened to season one and two, that's not what I was looking for from, from those coaching clients. I just wanted to know the process Mm -hmm. and know the mindset work that they were doing. And like, that's the really powerful stuff. So, you know, I think, I think I got, once I could remind myself of that, then that little insecurity of like, oh, what if I'm not making enough progress kind of went, went away. That makes sense. Totally. I love so much about that.
0: I have so many thoughts. Um, (laughs) The first one is like, I love that you're just illustrating that it's almost like the theme that we even talked about this season in many ways, which is like, you're just illustrating that there's trade-offs. Like some of the great Mm -hmm. parts about it being recorded was there was like an extra layer of accountability. You felt extra challenged to be super transparent, like all of that stuff that serves you so much. And like, there's a trade-off of that. Like I have to deal with it being Mm -hmm. public then there's some extra imposter syndrome-y things that comes up. And so Mm -hmm. I think it's just so good for everyone to hear that, which is like, Anything that's worth doing is going to have trade-offs associated with it. And as, as long as you are okay with that, mm-hmm. it's great. If you're like, wait, no, I sh- why am I feeling weird about this? What's my problem or whatever? Then you're just missing the point that like, yeah, if you're going to do it uh, live in front of everyone, like you're going to get a lot out of that and you're going to have to deal with a lot from that. And it's like mm-hmm. the both, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's totally the both and being comfortable with with both of it. And, and yeah, I feel like this season was sort of all about those trade offs that we have to make in business um, as well. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm just so grateful. And I feel like I feel like I got something unique from this being public as well. And the added bonus of like, whenever I need to go back, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I remember I'm struggling with this. What did we say when we talked about this in our coaching session? Like I can go back and
0: listen to it. So that's a nice <laughs> bonus too. <laughs> totally. Yes. And, and the other thing I think about the results, which I'm just so grateful to you for bringing up is that like, I think that we're just so used to seeing the results and not the journey to them, right? Mm-hmm. That's so true. And so that, I mean, that's literally why I started this podcast. Um, But I think that there's such an assumption in the online space that just drives me batshit crazy, which is like, if I don't take off fast, I won't. Mm-hmm. And the truth, truth, in terms of like business in general, and quite honestly, even the online space, mm-hmm is that mm-hmm. most of us take time to build. Yeah. Like most people don't hit it overnight kind of thing. Like I even, I mean, my story obviously is that I had a 20K month, my second month in business. But what I can tell you about that too, is that it also took 10 years to get there too. Do you right, know what I mean? Right. Like i um, of doing so much mindset work of leaving a job of like having another business of really understanding business. Like they're, there was so, so, so much behind that, that like, it, it, it's not all encompassing to think that like, oh yeah, it was just that quick. And so I think that, um you know, I have no doubt that you're going to have a successful business. That doesn't even feel like Mm -hmm. a question in my mind. It's just like, yeah, your process might look a little slower because you're like birthing a human along the way Mm -hmm. and, you know, living through a (laughs) pandemic and whatever. But like, there's such a mentality in our space that like and somehow that should be an indicator of success mm-hmm. or something and i i just don't think it is at all
1: yeah it's funny cuz most brick and mortar businesses like the rule is two years yeah you know you'll you'll start to be profitable after two years Mm -hmm. but in the online space we don't give us ourselves that same space or that same grace we're because of that message of of like how fast things happen and and also i mean i think your point is great it might appear fast but there is all of this work that goes into it beforehand and you know, even if in in your second month of officially being business, you make a lot of money. Like, yeah, there's all of that work that had to get you there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think we d- tend to discount that too sometimes.
0: For sure. And, it. and like, so. from a statistic and research perspective, we actually know that the reason most small businesses fail is because they scale too quickly. Hmm. Yeah. But, but then again, it gets like like, is put on such a freaking pedestal in our space. And so, um, yeah, I think that one lesson that you've really taught our listeners this time, too, is this idea of, like, what's sustainable. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's such a a big piece of this is, like, what's sustainable for you to actually grow long-term? Like, when I hit that month, my second month in business, I also, like, didn't have another job. I didn't have two small kids. Like that was sustainable mm-hmm. at that time where for you, like that would be entirely not sustainable. <laughs> right. Right. Um, To like have that huge jump and have to like, you know, deal with all of the like clients and intensity that comes with like fast growth. And so neither is wrong. Like it worked for me at the time. It works for you and the way you are. But like, like we can't pretend it's apples to apples. You know what I mean? Exactly. We're, we're all so different.
1: We all have different life circumstances. It's going to look different behind the scenes for everybody. And, you know, I think also I've, I've sort of redefined what success looks like Mm. too, because, you know, we get that message that success is when you're hitting 10K months or when you're hitting your first million dollar year. You know, we put a lot of, um, a lot of, I've, I can't think of the word. I'm, I've had Wait, brains this season. Wait, yeah, <laughs> we a lot of weight into the monetary where I yeah. feel like really this whole process has taught me like right now, success looks like getting my course mm-hmm. launched and success looks like finding balance. Success was hiring the VA to get some stuff off my plate. Like there's so much that has happened. That's just changed things. And you know, really building that foundation. I think we talked about in the last episode, too, is just like really building that solid foundation right now. That's that's where success is Mm -hmm. for me getting that in a really great spot, you know, so that business gets a little easier and starts kind of run itself. I think, You know, we we tend to put so much weight in the monetary, and then you know, of course, then the success of of serving my clients and and providing them and helping them find change, like that's always the biggest success.
0: Oh my gosh, I have goosebumps. That was so (laughs) good and so true and so important. I think for anyone listening, it's it's so helpful to hear that, especially from someone who also values and cares about and thinks about and coaches around money too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like. It's not an either or like, I think, you know what I mean? Like you can see how like setting that foundation equals the money. But when you're trying to like circumvent that, Mm -hmm. it just makes your life so hard when you're like, well, I don't have to worry about my own version of success or sustainability. I just have to like sprint at the money. Right. It's so tough. (laughs) It's so tough. And it's
1: funny, like even around money coaching, you know, the biggest thing I hear is like, oh, I don't have enough. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have the foundation of of the budget of like knowing where the money is going, of course, it's gonna feel that way, like, like, there's not enough. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way in business, like you need that solid foundation in your business. and And then the money comes, but it's not all about all about that. And, um, at least for me right now, like that's, that's really what feels successful is it's just building that foundation and, and having some breathing room. Yeah.
0: Amen. (laughs) Um, okay. So what do you see when you look back at like what you've accomplished, how far you've come, what you've dealt with this year, like what you've overcome, like the, the things that you've literally birthed, like what do you see (laughs) when you look back at that?
1: Uh, I see, I mean, I see a big roller coaster just thinking about everything. And you mentioned like everything that was going on with my husband and his job. I completely forgot about (laughs) (laughs) all of that, like sitting down to record today. I was like, oh yeah, that was going on too. I also applied for a job, I think in the first few episodes and didn't get it. And I'm so glad that I didn't, um, because, you know, I think it might have ended up an excuse not to move forward Mm -hmm. and keep going. And, um, so, yeah, I mean, I just, I see the growth and I see like, it's funny being on this side of things. Um, because I think in the beginning and especially like the couple of weeks where I was just in such physical pain, everything felt so impossible. And so, you know, here now I feel really excited, about the future and I feel like I'm in a really good place to grow and I'm seeing so much more engagement online too. That mm-hmm. just helps kind of bolster that like, Oh, people are actually reading what I'm putting out there, mm-hmm. and, you know? So it get, it's exciting to see the payoff of all of the work. Cause I think for a while I wasn't feeling like I saw the payoff, totally. Um, even though there was some. And And I remember one episode you were like, yeah, but, you did this and there's this happening and (laughs) this too. And it's like, Oh yeah, it is working. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think to be able to see, like really see that it, it is all working is really exciting. Um, and, and has me feeling like I'm in a really good place. Um, And excited to move forward. So I just, I can't believe how much has happened in the past. It's been more than six months because I took a little bit of time off. But, um, yeah. And I, I think we've all said it before. This has been like the, the longest, shortest year.
0: (laughs) Yeah, totally. So I love that. And, and I just like from my perspective, like what I want to share with you that I see, I totally agree with you with all that, but, um, the other thing that comes up for me is like what I see is like if if like you could get through this, like there is nothing in entrepreneurship that you can't handle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's mm-hmm. such a gift. Like I have another client who who literally started her business in the middle of <laughs> all this, and I'm like, I'm not like that's gonna serve you for the rest of your life. Being able to be like I started a business in the hardest year. In the time Mm -hmm. where, you know, like, it seemed like no one should do that. And, like, seeing for you, like, I basically, like, recommitted to and rebuilt a business in the toughest year when I was also a mom to a homeschooled Mm -hmm. daughter while also pregnant, while also giving birth. Like, I just think, like, you can just, like, hold fast to that and like, all future endeavors where it's like, you're never going to be like, am I really cut out for it? Can I really hang for it? Am I really made for it? Like, yes, 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 yes. yes. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, totally. It's funny. I think I've gotten so used to just the environment of the year. It's like, oh, yeah, this year was the hardest year ever. (laughs) And this year is like the hardest year to start a business when so many businesses were closing. And, um, yeah, I, I do feel like if I could
0: do it in under these circumstances, I can really do anything. I think that you will, we don't see it now, but I think that you will look back on this year so often and it will provide you so much evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of, of like your determination, your tenacity, your strength, your ability, like all of those things that I think we um, can question as entrepreneurs. Do you know what I mean? Like where we can mm-hmm. be like, am I really cut out for it? Like you will probably look back on this year forever as the answer always being yes, you know. Yeah, I I feel that
1: is so true, and I have it recorded, so I can if exactly. I ever need to, I can listen back. But yeah, you can be I reminded. Think so true.
0: Yeah, so good. Okay, so what's next for you? Well, so next we'll be
1: launching the course in the new year. I think it's so cool too, that we're recording this like at the end of the year about to head into the holidays. So immediately I'm going to go to the, to Florida with just our immediate family, um, and spend some time looking at the ocean. And then I've got a course I'm going to launch, um, I'll open up one-on-one again in the spring and, and go from there. I'm just, I'm really excited. I feel like there's a lot of opportunity. I'm excited to launch this course and put it out there for the world. And um, yeah, I just, I feel like, I feel really excited about what's next for the business. And then, you know, I think I'm on the road to, well, I know I'm on the road to eventually being able to meet that goal of like slowly weeding out the PR business and closing that. So Totally. Oh, so beautiful. I love that. And a podcast. And a podcast. Oh yeah, the podcast. (laughs) I am launching a podcast. I'm very excited about that.
0: (laughs) So good. Okay. So What would you want everyone else to know? Like, if if you had to say, like, this is the one thing I hope people take away from this season, from my transparency, from what I've showed up with, like, what do you wish that they would know? Mm
1: -hmm. I think I've I think we've touched on a few things. I think, you know, one of them is like getting support when it's hard, Mm -hmm. when it feels hard is so important there's never a perfect time to find, to start coaching just like there's never a perfect time to start looking at your money. (laughs) um, It's like, you know, there it's when it feels hard that that really is the time to do it. And, and it can be so game changing for business. Like I, I feel like I would have a coach all the time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like I just need, need you on retainer forever. Um, but (laughs) But yeah, I I think that is a big thing. And then um yeah, I mean, this year has been weird and crazy and hard, but but I if I can do it, everybody else can mm-hmm. do it too. Like I'm not superwoman. I'm a normal person with kids and a husband and going through this pandemic with everybody else and you know, we're not like we're not like super rich, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're just normal people. And um, if I can do it, I think everybody else can do it. So for those who are thinking about starting their online business or have started it and feel like it's hard, I hope that I've been able to inspire them.
0: Um, You for sure have. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. I love that. Thank you so yeah. much. Um, okay. So, I mean, really last piece, just, I think most of our listeners know this, but let's just make sure where can they find you? Where can they find the course when it comes out? Where can they follow you and stay, um, kind of up to date with you?
1: Yes. So blissfulbudget.com is the website. You can also find me through rachelpv.com. Um, and then I'm on Instagram. It's at budget Somebody stole my name. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm also on Facebook, um, under blissful budget as well, but really Instagram's where, mm-hmm. where the original content lives and just gets reposted to Facebook. Uh, so you'll be able to find the course there. Right now we have a late January, February launch for that. And they can so get on the wait tuned. list. They can get on the wait list for the course and they can get on the waitlist for my one-on-one also on the site. Um I'm trying to think if there's anything else I'm forgetting. There will be a podcast coming soon, but more to come there. Watch
0: Instagram for that. I'm certain <laughs> I will share it when it comes yes. to, so you awesome. can find it everywhere. I uh, oh, think. And you. we'll we'll link all that up in the the show notes as well. So if you guys are listening awesome. right now and you want to grab that, just Yay. check out the show notes. Oh, Rachel, I'm just I just am so grateful to you. I love you. You're amazing. You have been such a gift to me, to this podcast, to our listeners and just ah, oh, so appreciative mm-hmm. of you. Thank you. I love
1: you too. Thank you so much for the past six plus months. <laughs> and
0: I'm, I'm really excited about what's to come. Beautiful. All right. Well, hopefully we will have you back on to update us in the future. Yes. And just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And if you guys are listening, please go tell Rachel. Thank you. <laughs> it's basically um, my, uh, <laughs> my PSA <laughs> at the end of this. Like I think that it can get overlooked almost sometimes. Um, not not intentionally, of course, but like by all of us, like what a, a stretch it takes to put yourself out there in this way. And so if you listen to this season, please go tell Rachel thank you and send her some love. Thank you. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast. So please leave us a review. Each month I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to you as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living led up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten pillar results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.